Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're continuing in 3 John, looking at verses 1, 2, 3, and 4. And John wants us to meet a friend of his, Gaius the Delightful. Our elderly apostle John had friends, good friends. We will meet a couple of them in our study of John's third epistle. Letter, postcard, sticky note, it's a bit hard to describe. John, in less than 300 words, sent an appetizer to keep his friends engaged until he could travel to meet them in person, or as he states it, face to face. This short epistle of 3 John was the last letter and the fifth book that God's Spirit inspired John to write. The Gospel of John describes Christ's first coming as the Savior who was born to die. The revelation of Jesus Christ describes Christ's second coming as the king who will reign forever. John's three epistles explain how we should live in between those two magnificent events. John, the elder, unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you. Even as you walk in the truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. What is it about John's friend Gaius that created such a relationship that he was well-loved or well-beloved by the Apostle John? John, referring to himself as the elder, may have felt like he was the only one of his generation left and the last eyewitness of Christ's life and death on earth. Can you imagine the heartache John went through as he heard of his closest friends being crucified and beheaded and skinned alive or shot with arrows, all martyred for the cause of Christ? Talk about lonely. Growing old is not for sissies. Life's struggles seem to escalate as the years escape. John, somewhere in his 90s, was still seeking to have an impact for the cause of Christ. Even though his body must have wanted to quit, his spirit kept plodding along. This takes maturity. It is possible to grow old without growing up. There's a battle between maturity and immaturity at all ages. Verbal maturity, ethical maturity, biblical maturity, character maturity, relationship maturity. But we must never quit maturing and growing up in Christ. John referred to his friend Gaius as the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Gaius was one of those guys you just love to have around. John uses the word beloved to describe Gaius four times in his short note. It's nice, really nice to be loved. The name Gaius was one of the most popular names of the day. A simple Google search reveals the most popular names in the last hundred years. You ready? For guys, the top five are James. Robert, John, Michael, and David. For girls, it's Mary, Patricia, Jennifer, Linda, and Elizabeth. Gaius may have had a common name, but he did not live a common life. The testimony of his love and hospitality was known by many. Anyone who allows the Spirit of God to mature love, grace, and kindness in their hearts will be noted and remembered by others. Have you ever wondered what others will remember about you? Well, John took a normal early church greeting and used it to encourage and compliment his close friend Gaius. I wish for you to prosper and be in good health, was like our saying, good morning, have a great day. John compared Gaius's physical strength, which may or may not have been doing well, with his spiritual health, which was obviously doing very well. In asking how he was doing, he was giving him an encouraging compliment at the same time. I love to be around people 
whose cup is half full and not half empty. They always seem to find something to compliment in others rather than putting on a spyglasses uh, to find something to criticize. John wrote that he rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified. The Gaius loved the truth, lived the truth, and walked in truth. We can see why John greatly rejoiced uh, and, and thought so well of Gaius. John saw it. His friends saw it. Everybody saw that Gaius sincerely walked and lived according to God's truth. Gaius's truth was a personal truth, a confident, I know what I believe, and I will not be swayed, truth. Anything in our lives that would detract from the truth or cause confusion in understanding the truth needs to be avoided. Gaius was a balanced Christian. He was known for his truth, for his love, and certainly lived according to Paul's admonition to hold the truth in love. Even though Gaius lived over 1,900 years ago, his testimony can stir up some convicting thoughts in our minds today. For instance, should we ask questions like this? Does anyone rejoice because of my testimony? Do my Christian friends talk about my testimony with each other? Can others see God's truth lived out in my life? Is it obvious that the truth is internal and not just external? Do I daily walk in truth living for God one step at a time? I'd love to know how many spiritual children John adopted, fostered, challenged, loved, mentored, prayed for, and confronted. Over his 70-plus years of ministry, I'm sure it was many. We get a peek into a couple lives, but I'm sure many names could be added to his list. John found joy in the fact that those he had poured his life into were walking with God. He called him his children. I'm sure there were other times that his heart would uh, was filled with grief for those who chose to walk away from God. It does go both ways. We understand that. Well, Gaius was a delightful friend of John. He was one of those guys you just love to have around. Remember, although Gaius may have had a common name, he did not have a common life. The testimony of his love and hospitality was known by many. Any of us who allow the Spirit of God to mature love, grace, and kindness in our hearts will be noted and remembered by others and also bring glory to God. Lord, help me, help all of us to be able to help others, just like you used John to encourage Gaius. Hey, our time's up for today, but today's a day that the Lord made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it, and I hope that you have a really, really, really good day.